Natural immunity. Where does that fit in to um, our response, our plan, and where we go going forward? Now, the big takeaway here, okay, let's make it clear before we get into this discussion. I'm not sitting here saying acquiring immunity from COVID naturally is a good strategy. Um, There are some people who have developed COVID, recovered, and we know they have natural immunity now. So all I'm saying is, how do we calculate that group of people and that sort of immunity into the way we look at this overall? And as I said, you know, uh, I'm planning a trip to the States, and I was taking a look at the requirements to enter the United States. The U.S. says, in order to enter our country, you need to have proof of a negative test taken within the last 72 hours or documentation showing that you have had and recovered from COVID in the last three months, six months, one of those two. So, I mean, they're saying that immunity is 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 good enough. Um, in Canada, when we talk about um, vaccine passports, vaccine certificates, um, traveling, anything like that, it's all about vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. And I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't have a problem with the vaccine passports. But at the same time, there could be some consideration for natural immunity because the latest science shows us that the natural immunity that you develop after infection is probably the strongest. It's actually stronger than people who are vaccinated. So what do we do with it? Um, Let's have that discussion now. We are going to chat with Charlotte Tallon, who is a researcher of immunology at the Karolinska Institute. Charlotte, thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, Yeah, I mean, okay, first of all, it's Israel, Israel, Israel. That's what we're talking about here. And and that seems to be sort of become the, the test subject for much of the world because they were so far ahead on the vaccination and things like that. But this data that we're going to be talking about, it, it's all based primarily on what we're seeing in Israel, right? Yes. Israel is closely watched because they were first out. And they do have some very important data. So um, we're, we're watching them closely, yes. So what we're learning as we study the data out of Israel, that it shows us that natural immunity may actually be the most robust immunity to COVID-19. Is that true? Uh, Yes, the study you're referring to uh, came out as a preprint a few weeks ago, which means it's not not been reviewed by other scientists. So we need to keep in mind that it's only preprint and it needs to to go through that that investigation, of course. Uh, And yes, that that study does suggest that natural immunity is superior to vaccine, vaccine immunity. And I think that's not too surprising because because natural immunity is good but i think as you were saying infection is not an option no. and that's the most important message and i think people have read that paper or versions of the paper and they've understood that let's wait to get infected because that seems better than than than, than getting vaccinated which is completely wrong of course absolutely i, I agree with you 100 percent um let's talk about the science around natural immunity and why it makes sense that it may be stronger than the immunity that you get from the vaccine. What's the reasoning for that? Well, uh, one one reasoning is that if you have if you have the if you are affected with the virus, you're exposed to the to the to, to all the, the parts of the virus. Whereas the, the current vaccines are are, are subcomponent vaccines, so they only they only expose you to the spike protein, which is the part of the virus. So you will get through the vaccine. You will get a, 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 a very, you will get a very potent immunity, and we've seen that. But it's also maybe perhaps a bit more narrow than than, than natural immunity from the infection. But when it comes to the natural immunity, I mean, there's still a lot of question marks, right? Like we don't know how long it lasts. Mm. We don't know, and not everybody develops it to the same extent. I mean, there's still it's not a hundred percent certain, is it? 
Absolutely, you're right. It's there. There's a, a high variability, and and we need much more research, much more data to know exactly how long it will last and how it works towards the different variants coming around. Mm-hmm. So I think the best bet is to get vaccinated, even if you've had the infection. And we do see there's some some really strong data, uh, and we do see that even in, in people who've had the infection, the immune response will will rise uh, tremendously after being vaccinated. So I think the best option is to get the vaccine, whether or not you've had the the infection. Yeah, it it shows that that's probably the best in terms of the immunity that you develop is is being vaccinated after having COVID, right? That's where you get the strongest immunity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, And again... Don't go get COVID. That's not a, a plausible strategy. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, that's what... I mean, I mean no. course, we can't say that enough. Um, but I, I'm wondering, you know, when I when I take a look at the way it's, it's handled, and uh, have you had a chance to look at different places around the world? Because, I, you know, I, I look at the United States and Canada, and natural immunity really doesn't get a mention in terms of um, any sort of, you know, recognition as you probably, you've got immunity mm-hmm. to the disease. It does in the United States in a lot of places. What about other places around the world? Where does it fit into the whole fabric of our response and immunity passports and all of that? Yeah, so some countries in Europe, uh, Italy, uh, Germany, France, they, they do consider natural immunity to be sufficient enough in some, some way. Where you can have, if you had an infection, they only recommend one dose, for example. Yeah. In Israel, a prior, prior infection counts for your, your green pass, your green passport. But I think there's a risk in that because we don't, it, it's, it's quite difficult to, to be sure who's had it and has, who hasn't yeah. had it because the tests out there are not very good, some of them. And, and it's not always easy to know if you've had it. And it also depends on how long ago you had it and how, perhaps how sick you were, your age. It, it's, there's a high variability. So I think, and to, to, to tell a whole country to not get vaccinated if you've had the infection, that will interfere with your vaccination campaign. Right. And the most important thing is to vaccinate as many as possible globally because, you know, the virus mutates as they replicate. Um, and the scenario we have in some countries, like in the U.S., where we have a low vaccine coverage and we have a high transmission rate, that's the perfect window. The virus loves that to mutate. And the most of the mutations don't really have any consequences. But, you know, once in a while, we do get a, a variant which will be more infectious or will cause a, a more severe illness or maybe also the ability to escape both the vaccine and natural immunity and also to not respond to treatment. And we don't want to get there. And as no. of today, the vaccines that we have, they do work. Uh, so it's kind of a race between the vaccine and the variants right now. And <laughs> we need to really try to, to vaccinate as many as possible, regardless of whether you had it, because that's the easiest way. Right. And, and as you say, that gives you that degree of certainty. We, we know that yeah. you've been vaccinated, so we know what we can expect in terms of your immunity. Um, yeah. We don't know with natural immunity, and so you, it removes that layer of, well, we're not it's 100%. It's the safest sure. card. Definitely, yes, it is. It is. Um, thank you so much for your time. Doc, I appreciate you joining us this morning. Thank you. That is Charlotte Tallinn, who is a researcher in immunology at Karolinska Institute. And it is an interesting discussion, and I think she's right. I think when you take a look at jurisdictions that are saying, you know what, we're just going to stick with you have to be vaccinated, it's because it's the easiest course of action. But as she said, there are countries in Europe where if you have had COVID, they don't say you need to have two vaccines. One will do, um, because you have the natural immunity and then throw the vaccine on top of it. they consider that good. 